Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. In uh, the States, it's uh, Thanksgiving this coming uh, Thursday. And then, of course, their Black Friday begins. Right. But uh, I guess for plumbers, it's known more as Brown Friday. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not gravy, is no, it? No, no. Oh. And we can, well, it turns into gravy, perhaps. <laughs> um, and, and even though this is a, a U.S. story, we certainly can uh, take this. Uh, remember when we're having a lot of house guests over, and maybe this is why you're wise and that you don't have people to your home. Uh-huh. But it is expected that plumbers, when you have a lot of house guests, plumbers get more calls by like 50% the day after. No doubt. So in the U.S. on Black Friday or Brown Friday... <laughs> The calls are way up. It's not only because our toilets and bathrooms take a lot more punishment, but it's because a lot of it is already clogged up. Uh-huh. Kitchen sinks, clogged toilets, garbage disposals. They're already not doing well. Right, yeah. And when you add a lot of bodies in there, filling their guts full of food. Well, we were talking about dishwashers last week, and you say how you barely use yours, just kind of try and keep everything... Yeah, the, the, all the gaskets moist every now and then. I ran it on Friday that after we will, talked about it. would be an issue for people who don't use theirs yeah. and then want to stack it all up after a yeah. holiday. Yeah, so you have a bunch of family over for any sort of event. You know what? Maybe it would be a good idea. We, we, we get so organized for having people over to our homes over Christmas or whenever it is, and we do all sorts of planning. Maybe it might be a good idea to get a plumber in prior to people showing up, just to make sure everything is, you know, cleaned out. (laughs) Clean out your pipes before you clean out your pipes. Well, because, listen, it's good for you and it's good for your guest. Nobody likes to go to somebody else's home and clog their toilet. Right, yeah, when that's not working. you got to call in for help after... Oh. How many times have I been to somebody's home and I've looked down for a plunger and can't find one? Right. Yeah, I've done test flushes before. I yes, I will do it almost everywhere that I don't know the toilet. Right. Yes, ba- uh, bathrooms in restaurants. Yes, before uh, a Dumb and Dumber situation happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give the seat a little wipe and then flush that stuff down. Yeah, just to make sure just to see what we're dealing well, with. Well, and you got to know is it, is this uh, the type of toilet you got to hang on to the flush a little bit? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right, because we learn our own toilets. Right. Right. Yeah, we all know that if you just hold the handle a little second longer or yeah. you give it Yeah, every every toilet is have full flow. Am I am I am I am I doing a couple of flushes here? <laughs> <laughs> the initial blast flush, that kind of thing. Such the there's such the panic too when you're at somebody else's home and you realize, uh oh. Right. I gotta go. Uh-huh. I know. And then, and I don't know who in modern architecture decided that they would put the, um, like the guest main floor bathroom right off the dining room yeah. or right off the kitchen. Like, <laughs> see a couple of houses like that. And like, oh my goodness. You know, one of the great things about aging is that you don't care anymore. Right. So I, if I'm, like, if I was at your place having dinner, like that would ever happen. Yeah. But if I was at your, and all of a sudden the urge came on, I just say to you, I need the farthest bathroom away. Yes. Point me to it. Yeah. Go to I the basement. I don't care. I have no shame anymore. Right. Yep. 
I, I need to destroy a room. I'm about to destroy your bathroom. I'd rather it not be the one around everyone else at the party. And I think that's polite. Right. I think, I think that's the I would need if there's a neighbor there, I'd ask if I could go use their bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to be home for a couple of hours. It'll have time for the Febreze to kick in. It reminded me of a, uh, a family member who, uh, he's no longer a family member, so I can share this story. Um, he had, uh, what is it when you drink milk? You get the uh, lactose. The lactose, yeah. And we were at, uh, another family's house in Scarborough for uh, some event or something. And I guess he ended up having some cheese. He ate something with lactose in it. And, uh, so oh, he, no. he disappeared for a while. Right. Nobody, nobody knew where he was. There was a McDonald's, like, just up the street from the house. <laughs> he literally left the house and went to the McDonald's Good for him. to drop his guts. Yeah. Now, I, I tell you that story because when we first got our little place in Caledon, it's only 800 square feet with oh, a no. little bathroom. He destroyed it so badly. We had everybody up for, like, Christmas or New Year's yeah. or something. We all had to go out. We had to literally <laughs> leave the cottage. We were all standing on the front lawn, letting that house air out. That's so hard. So, so embarrassing. So whatever you've done or whatever I've done, it's not that bad. Pluto TV. If you've ever seen this thing, Pluto TV is interesting. It's a streaming service. And they offer up, like, it's just every. TV show I think ever made and it's just endlessly on a loop and I don't what? know yeah it's it's on I, I I see it on my um on my apps uh, when I'm looking through uh on your TV you'll have the well some have it uh, with my remote I have this thing where you, I get a uh, screen that comes up and it shows you like all the apps available and, and you know YouTube or whatever right. you want and this Pluto TV is on there so I hit it one day and it just whatever you, if you want Seinfeld it's just there now you can't watch like from the beginning season 1 episode 1 it's just whatever you get you get gotcha and I don't know who owns it or how it's operated but I don't think it has any commercials and you don't pay for it at least looking on my visa, I haven't seen Pluto TV come up. Mm. I'm like, well, who the hell paid for all the rights to air all these shows? Right. Anyhow, they're launching a 24-7 car chase channel. <laughs> and it's called Car Chase. Okay. You know, I'm sure they spent a lot of time. <laughs> it makes a lot of boardroom decisions yeah. on that. Uh, it'll include live feeds of real-time car chases plus on-demand video of chases from news stations. And according to Pluto, the channel allows you to watch an adrenaline-fueled car chase and high-speed drama 24-7, including live coverage of real-time chases. Like, did we watch any before OJ? Well, I guess there was still cops. Like, that show was on, right? Yeah, but not car chases necessarily. They were just going into people's homes and pulling guys out with wife beaters on, laying in Lazy Boys. Right. I mean, I think, wasn't OJ at one point, it was like Domino's biggest ordering day in history. Oh, is it probably? <laughs> like people sitting around, okay, I can't leave the TV right now. I remember racing home. Maria would have been on maternity leave with Daniel. And I remember racing home to join her on the couch to watch court TV every day <laughs> to watch that OJ trial. We were so hooked. And speaking of uh, cops and, and bad boys in those shows, 
I always found it interesting that when they would bust into these homes, a lot of times nobody in the house was surprised the cops were there. <laughs> like this happens so often in their lives. It's just like another Tuesday. There is a specific clientele. Yeah. Oh, there's dad getting carted off to jail again. <laughs> Like, no look of, oh, my God, why are the cops busting into my house? Just, hey, guys. There's a uh, pet site released its annual list of the most popular dog and cat names. And once again, everyone is naming their dogs Charlie, Max, Luna, and Bella. All right. And they're naming their cats Luna, Milo, Oliver, and Leo. Okay. But this is interesting. In 2023, a lot of people think it's fun to name their pets after food and drink. For dogs, the number one drink name is beer. It's up 330%. Really? Come here, beer. Then green beans, Cheerios, s'mores, tiramisu, parsley, ice cream, baguette. Must be very confusing when you're trying to teach your dog to fetch a beer. (laughs) (laughs) Beer, get a beer. Somebody named their dog everything bagel, too. Oh, my goodness. Eggsy Benedict. For cats, Prosecco is number one, 793%. That's not bad. Prosecco is a good name for a cat. Uh, Seltzer Tea, Velveeta, (laughs) Starbucks Dijon Sausage. (laughs) It's a, it's a, listen, it's an important task when naming a pet. Right. You guys went with Coop? Yes. What does Coop come from? What is Coop? French for cup. Like trophy, like this, the Coupe Stanley, like the Stanley Cup. What? You, you okay, let's just look at that. <laughs> uh, I have named, said, but he's not named after the Stanley Cup itself. It's uh, just French for cup. But you, for sure, and I wasn't in the house, I wasn't at the Lucky Ranch when the naming happened, but right. I know for 100,000%. That it was named after the Stanley Cup, no. even uh, jock cup, a cup that goes in a jock strap. Then? If you must know, yeah. Craig, yeah, it's actually after the golf trophy we have in Quebec. It's my tournament. It's called the Coupe Deluxe. Oh, really? Right. All right. Well, it's still sports related. That's is true. I, I mean, I was really going to say, let's look again. At the addiction and problem you have right. with your attachment to hockey. Most people think it's short for Cooper. Which I guess is still a hockey relationship. Yes. By the way, uh, the uh, the Carolina Hurricanes are going to wear we Hartford go. Whalers. <laughs> guess what's coming back? What? Cooperalls. Oh, I, well, I have stocking Cooperalls. We- well, you got one chance. They're wearing them for one game. Huh. Yeah, why did they give those up? Uh, I think uh, guys were sliding all oh. <laughs> through the end boards, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't stop themselves. And I see the uh, Toronto uh, Hockey League or the Toronto uh, Ladies Hockey the Team. PWHL, yeah. Yeah, they've uh, they've uh, shown their jerseys. Unveiled. They look really good. You got one yet? No. Why? I don't own any jerseys. Hockey? I don't own a oh, hockey jersey. Come on now. I don't. You don't have... I own a hockey jersey, for crying out loud. You don't have one in your closet. No, I've never went to pocket. Oh, but if somebody gave you one for free. Well, I, I don't own one, but if if someone were to give me one... I yeah. have an official uh, Tavares jersey. Do you really? I won it at some event. I didn't even know who he was. All I try to do is get Maria to wear it. And she won't... She don't want to play either. That Taylor Swift, she does not stop... She was in Brazil, and the big uh, Christ the Redeemer statue that hangs over Brazil. Right. Uh, fans in Brazil wanted to uh, have her uh, T-shirt, I guess a T-shirt she wore uh, in a video. 
at some point, they wanted that T-shirt projected onto the J-Man. This is Christ the Redeemer. Right, And you want to put a Taylor Swift T-shirt over top of it. There's also an incident at her concert. A fan had passed away. uh, So hot. Extreme heat. Yeah. And, And, of course, the venue wouldn't allow people to bring water into it, and so they've... Uh, change those rules now where they can bring in water and have potable water on site too. Yeah, I guess she was uh, throwing bottles of water out into the uh, into the audience uh, for people and uh, she canceled a couple of shows because of the heat. But that shows the level of Taylor Swift mm. when people now put her alongside the J-Man. Right, yeah. Crazy. Christ wearing a, a Taylor's t-shirt, yeah. It just... It's, I I don't, you know, at the height of any musician's career, I don't know that anybody has ever scaled this height. Well, I mean, think of what happened with John Lennon when he compared. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He paid the price. (laughs) Vilified. Yeah, and then shot for it. Right. Killed for it. Um, Yeah. I mean, not that she was... (laughs) No, it wasn't championing this at all. It was just the uh, it's just the 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 fan the the love of her is to an extreme that I don't think any artist has ever seen. Right. Yeah, you know what? And and I was reading some comments because uh, Saturday Night Live on the weekend had a Canadian artist as their musical guest, mm-hmm. Tate McRae. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, uh, I, I saw bits of it. I didn't know she was Canadian. Where's she from? I think it West. Okay. Um, but she started off as kind of like an Instagram, internet, social okay. media sensation, and and it was sort of built a following from there. But um, a lot of the comments had to deal with her. She's, you know, a, a singer and dancer um, and uh, an actress and everything. But it's a lot of the dancing and a lot of writhing around with not a lot of clothing mm. on in her. I'll have to go back and watch it again. Her videos, I'm sure you should. Um, but uh, but a lot of the comments were basically saying, you know, this is why people like Taylor Swift because she she doesn't do the dancing and writhing necessarily. Mm. She 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 writes her songs and sings them. You know, I, I I guess I'm I'm torn in all of this because I have said in the past that I took uh, the lovely Maria to see Madonna in Detroit a couple of times because she was a big Madonna fan and Detroit was is Madonna's hometown, so when we lived down there, it was an opportunity, and the show was a spectacle, of course. Mm-hmm. But there was a couple of moments, it, both times we saw her, where she just sat and sang a song like a cappella or she had a, an acoustic guitar. Right. And I very much enjoyed that moment. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And yet, I say that because I'm not a big fan of the spectacle. When I see a band or uh, live music, I want to actually see them playing. Yet I find her, Taylor Swift, to be and I, I'm an old white guy. What do I know? I find her so boring. Right. I you've, find her music. You said that in the past. I, I just, I think when you look at the, the show that she's putting on, there's yeah. a massive LED stage. Is and and uh, she is putting on a show. Okay. But on top of that, I mean, the, the people are clamoring. They're her fans yeah. are clamoring for her material. And it, all of her songs, all of her old albums that she's re-recording, they are... Like the power that she has in yeah. the industry now to re-record her music and have radio and fans 
dismiss the other stuff yeah. to go buy the new stuff again and only play the new re-recorded Taylor versions. It's unbelievable. Now, do you, uh, and again, I don't know much of her music. I've never really spent much time listening to it. Is there any of it that you find entertaining? Is there some of her songs that you like? Uh, I mean, I think, I think you know, years ago, the kids were kind of listening to some of her older stuff yeah. uh, that she had done. And, and uh, it was it was fine. It was a teenage girl's love story songs, sure. right? Yeah. And, and breakup and heartbreak. But guess what? Guess what teenage girls associate with? And that's what most music is about. <laughs> she found a market yeah. and she absolutely capitalized it. But, uh, but again, she, you know, wrote a lot of her own stuff or at least was part of the writing process. Yeah. Right. She sings her own stuff without, you know, crazy amounts of auto tune. And, and I think for many parents, the, what they look at is, all right, this is someone that, you know, sure, she's had a few relationships, but she's pretty wholesome in terms of, uh, having my kid idolize someone. Yeah. Well, Wouldn't have a have problem to, with that. Yeah. If, right? if your kid likes somebody's music, there's a great meme going around where her and Travis are going for a walk and they're holding hands. And the meme is, uh, there's, uh, there's, uh, Taylor taking her next album out for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've, uh, got to leave again because I've got another, uh, medical emergency. I, I think I've got a big pimple growing on the front of my nose. Uh-oh. Just there in the... I thought I had one, you know, in that little indent on the side of your nose. Right. I felt like I had one there last week because as I was at the grocery store, I was looking down and all I could see was this big white head. Gotcha. And I thought, I think I have a golf ball on the side of my, <laughs> side of my nose. And then when I got into the car, it was just a little tiny thing but it, because it was so close to my eye. Right. But this morning I noticed just in the corner of my nose, what, right now, what is that, the bridge between both nostrils, whatever that little... Pieces. Yeah, stem, I don't think it's the bridge. Bridge stem. is up top. Right. I don't know the what the little part. Or... Yeah. I, I know I've had a little tiny like blemish just on the inside of that piece. Mm. And and I'm trying to kind of scratch at it, but it basically looks like I'm going two knuckles deep. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly. And I'm always aware like the Seinfeld moment when you're in the car and you're doing it and yeah. the car pulls up beside you. You're like, no, I'm not digging. It's just, just a scratch on the edge. Well, we better cure our problems because when we go to Finger 11 for Craig and Lucky's Unsilent Night, the two of us will be standing there with big, bulbous, alcoholic uh, right. noises. Yes. And people will be looking up at us right yeah. up the noses. But it really hurts, and it's just a little thing. But I, I felt it yesterday and thought, uh-oh, if I wake up tomorrow morning with this massive goiter <laughs> in the front of my face. <laughs> but uh, like all my issues, I'll fight through it. Uh, if you're planning any vacation time in 2024, boy, people really like to go see, like, the far reaches of the world. You know, when I think of... Vacation. I think of either like all-inclusive resort somewhere down south, right, or maybe like somewhere in Europe, but nothing even crazy, like like England. Yeah, you know, I'd go to London. A lot of history and stuff. I'd like that, to see that, that kind of thing. But when people are planning destination vacations, there is a lot of places that I would never, for a second, even think of, like Nepal is high on the list for mm. people. And Warsaw, Poland. Okay. Bangkok, Istanbul, Big Sky, Montana, Botswana, Dominica, which is not Dominican Republic, but right. rather Dominica, the little island yes. in the Caribbean. Saudi Arabia and northern Pakistan. Mm -hmm. But this is what makes me laugh. On the list of places 
when you see all of this stuff, Poland, Istanbul, Saudi Arabia, Cleveland shows up on the list. been to Cleveland. You've been to Cleveland? I have never. No. Oh, my gosh. It's not on my list either. (laughs) I sat in a diner and watched cops run down two and three black guys and take them down hard right in front of me in Cleveland. Okay. I thought, well, welcome to Cleveland. The full experience. Yes, and of course took in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which you might as well just go to a hard rock cafe. Oh, really? Because I I, I was going to say that might be the draw outside of that. When my uh, youngest had a hockey tournament there, we went, and uh, that's about uh, $800 I'll never get back. Because uh-huh. it was expensive to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it really is. It's just, it's like a hard rock cafe. Okay, cool. That's the Dress Madonna War and a tour in 1986. Right. Great. Yeah. Not not all that. Not a lot of interactive displays there? Not that I remember. No. Okay. Now, I did have a buddy when I worked uh, up in Halliburton when I was 15, 14, 15, and I uh, washed dishes for a couple of summers uh, up at this lodge, which, by the way, when you're 14 or 15 and you get to go away for a whole summer, I might have even been younger. I might have been like 13 and 14, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. Um, Washing the dishes was a nightmare, but... The adventures I had with the other people who were hired up there for the summer, because some of them were older, some of them were like 17, 18. Right. I learned how to funnel a beer at 14 years of age. <laughs> I was making out with girls who I shouldn't have been. It was just a great summer. Anyhow, in that time, uh, a guy who's to this day still a friend, him and his family were from Cleveland, and they used to come up. They, they they were big into fishing and all sorts of stuff. So they would come up to Halliburton from Cleveland. Right. They had this, uh, I don't even know, I'm sure they still make them, but it was a ski, ski nautique. You know yeah, that boat? Yeah, boat, yeah. At the time, it seemed like the coolest. They were a really cool ski, a great ski boat. Yeah. yeah they had one. Wow. And uh, and they had hauled it up from Cleveland to uh, to uh, Halliburton, and I, I learned how to water ski on the back of that boat. Yeah. Anyhow, um, a couple of times later on as we became friends, I went to Cleveland to spend like a week or so, but they lived right in like downtown Cleveland. Wow. They owned this ski nautique boat, but they lived in a dump of a house. <laughs> the boat was worth more than their house. And... Uh, and I remember his mom, I'll never forget this, we'd go out on uh, a couple of bikes, we'd go for a bike ride, and his mom would say, you have to ride down the middle of the road, because if you ride on the sidewalk, somebody will grab you. Wow. That's, yeah. that's comforting. That's a, that's a life lesson in Cleveland. <laughs> the mistake on the lake, as they call it. <laughs> Don't. Don't fall down on your bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you do, just run. Leave it there. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, no, I'm sure it's, Im- uh, uh, perhaps it's improved with the uh, you know, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm sure it's brought in a ton of tourism and maybe the city has gotten better. Yeah, uh, that doesn't necessarily work that way though. But the, the, <laughs> the lake actually caught on fire. Like yes. how water catches on fire. <laughs> That's how polluted and horrible. Cleveland was, but uh, it is now on a, a destination. Maybe people want to see a fire on a lake. Right. Maybe, that, maybe that's something they, and or maybe it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that, that drags them there. 
So, yeah, maybe one day you'll be lucky and one of your boys will have a hockey tournament in Cleveland and you too can go. You imagine. (laughs) You're going to Nashville soon, right? Yeah, a couple of weeks, I think. I hear I've never been to Nashville, but I hear it's an amazing city. I've heard good things. Yeah. And not just the country thing, because that, that was my first three reactions. Like, ah, I'm not, I'm not a country fan. Why would I want to go to these things? But no, and they they have really turned it around by, and a lot of it has to do with that arena. Mm. Like they built their, their arena right downtown and they put a whole entertainment district around it. And that Broadway stretch apparently is just unbelievable. Yeah, supposedly great bars and nightlife and a lot of fun. But you've got a son in a hockey tournament. Yeah, no. You'll see none of it. No. <laughs> Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.